There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Does Halloween candy suck? Yes. This one guy says it does. And we're going to have that conversation uh, here on the Colleen and Bradley show in just a moment. Good afternoon and welcome to the third hour of our show. He makes a pretty convincing argument that Halloween candy doesn't actually exist with the exception of one we'll talk about. And most people are just are not having it. Um, Good afternoon and welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Colleen. Hi. And the question, you can feel free to join the conversation, but we're going to get right to it. 651-641-1071. Does Halloween candy suck? Suck. <laughs> Colleen, you said, I, I, I think I heard you say yes. Yeah, it totally sucks. All right. So why now we should just let the listener know that Colleen came predisposed to this conversation. Uh, as a human being who does not hand out candy on Halloween, so it should not surprise us that she believes it's uh, got a you know the suckage meter is high on this one. So here's why. I mean, like first of all, like kids don't need candy; they've got plenty, oh and don't God. worry about it. Everybody kids else is giving candy? away. Everybody else is, is like giving away candy. Shitty, shitty, bang, bang, and you're like stealing <laughs> children. No, I'm enhancing their lives because are you. They're going to get candy other places, and I will give them fun, fabulous treats, and that will be fun for them. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The thing is this. Um, the thing about Halloween candy is it's it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's not actually a thing. Okay, so that's a point. You're not alone in making that point. And in fact, that's what got us to this story today. So there's a story over at thetakeout.com from a guy named Danny Palumbo. And he starts by just saying, Halloween candy sucks. In fact, he says, I would argue Halloween candy doesn't even really exist. It is a myth. There is no such thing as Halloween candy. Only candy that is given out in miniature on Halloween. Nobody wants that. Now, um, so that point is is well taken. I will say, and as many other people pointed out, like, I mean, there is such a thing as candy corns. So true, but that is the one and only true, and that's more of a fall festive candy. A, a fall, f- yeah, it's it, more. It is that it's all the important autumnal party we have yes, every yes. year. It celebrates it celebrates fall. No, I think it's Halloween candy for sure. However, I will say that if your best argument that uh, Halloween candy exists is candy corn, it's a losing argument because nobody, myself included, who actually enjoys uh, a handful of candy corn this time of year, nobody really likes candy corn. 
it is you tolerate it and you um it's just you, you do it it's like candy you canes. do it yeah you eat it's, a candy cane yeah. if someone gives it to you and there's no other candy in the house right but nobody goes like oh, i can't wait for a cat uh, for candy cane season it's a candy right. of opportunity yeah <laughs> yeah it's a candy, it is a of, candy last, of opportunity candy of last resort let's be clear right. um <laughs> if you want to join the conversation let us know six five one six four one one oh seven one so again Halloween candy, as uh, we've laid out thus far, it really doesn't exist. And the the further proof of that is just look at the other candy-centric holiday, Easter. Easter candy is everywhere, meaning there are many, many actual Easter candies, candies Mm -hmm. you can only get at Easter. Now, that changes because, well, we live in a world where we have to have all the things at all the time. But if you think about, for example, traditionally, Easter Mm -hmm. candy, uh, distinct Easter candies, You've got the Cadbury cream egg. Yep. You've got uh, those like bird egg things, the malted robin's eggs. Robin's eggs. Yeah. Yeah. You have legitimate Easter candies that exist for the sole purpose of that holiday. They're not just like fun sized Snickers. Yeah. No. All Halloween candy is is repurposed shrunken candy. That's it. That's all it is. And I would just offer that that's dumb. And what we should all be focusing on is what unique and exciting things can we give the children that isn't just shrunken candy? Yeah, no, don't try to make this an opportunity to sh- like give out pencils and make it make people think that they're actually going to like it. You can give out things that are better than pencils. You can mix pencils in. I mean, candy is preferable. Nah, I don't know. The kids seem to love it when I give away Play-Doh and all kinds of other stuff. I Legos. Being, I think they're being kind to you. Oh, kids don't do that. Kids only tell the truth. Do we have any callers? Did you just, as a parent, say kids only tell the truth? Let's they go to <laughs> let's go to Jeannie because Jeannie is on the phone. Jeannie, what say you? Does Halloween candy suck? Me? Yes, you. <laughs> you forgot about the original, legitimate, disgusting Halloween candy. Those peanut butter. Mm taffy things that are wrapped in black and orange wax yeah. paper. Yeah, that's yeah. me. You know why we that's forgot cruelty. about them, Janie? Or Jeannie, because nobody likes them. I know, but you were talking about candies that are no, you're just right. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, they saved those little suck bites for just Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeannie, for uh, yes. just telling it like it is. Let's go to Kim. Kim is on the line. Hey, Kim, does Halloween candy suck? Question mark. Hey, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. What do you say? Brad, I say for all the people out there, which includes my daughter and I, we do look forward to the candy corn every year. Oh, okay. So but, you, but it has to be Brock's. Why? I I made a mistake one year of buying an off-brand, and it was awful. Mm. Brock's makes their candy corn with honey, which makes it taste different and oh. better. I paid I love an this. entire 10 ounces of candy corn one night. Okay, Kim, so this is, week. this is the question that I was going to ask because my follow-up was going to be like, how much candy corn do you actually eat? But you are literally team candy corn. You will down a whole bag. Yes. Wow. One, I allow myself one bag a year. Okay. 
but I oh I but I love the candy corn. All right, there Kim. are the pumpkins which are also mellow cream or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, but they're not the same. Yeah, but that's the. But you guys are right. The the Halloween candy does not exist except for candy corn, and the mar and the um, the pumpkins. Those nasty and the other pumpkins, weird things yeah. they have that yeah. in those bags. <laughs> but, Thank you, Kim. <laughs> Kim, thank you. So here's the thing, though. Here's my argument against candy corn as a Halloween candy. Go with me. Nobody hands that out for Halloween. When you go trick-or-treating, nobody's like, here's your Brock's candy corn. Yeah, because even... Here's a hand of loose candy corn. Yeah, because because you can't do that. Because, you know, people have (laughs) some semblance of, you know, taste. Also, I think it's... You know, it is interesting that nobody sells, like, individual packs of candy corn. Now, somebody will call in and say they do, and, you know, I apologize for not knowing who does, but that is not a common thing. You don't normally mm-hmm. see people handing out candy corn. But again, you only get candy corn at Halloween. And again, I, I like the best use of candy corn, as far as I'm concerned, is to take a bottle of dry roasted peanuts and mix it up with the candy corn because then you mm. get a, a nut roll, essentially. You've got the nougat, okay. which is what candy corn kind of is, and mm-hmm. then the um, uh, the peanuts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind right here. I also highly recommend throwing in some peanut butter chips, mm. like, you know, Double not chocolate nut. chips, peanut butter chips. Yeah. It just gives you another texture. It is a very exciting flavor. All right. You're welcome. Um, so Halloween candy, in conclusion, sucks. I think Agreed. we've settled that. Uh, we all agree, Holly. You weren't very vocal, so I just want to make sure that um, you're not pretending that it sucks when, you know, secretly you're... You know, pining away for Halloween candy every year. I don't eat Halloween candy anymore. That time has passed. You don't. Eat Would you like Halloween? to trick or treat at my house? I will give you all kinds of fun things. No, no she won't. She's going to give you trash that you're going to end up. Uh... The seagulls are going to choke on it later. <laughs> oh, don't. There's going to be a, a poor turtle with don't a give me animal bracelet in the middle of the Caribbean Ocean. Oh, the next yeah, time I'm on a cruise, worse. it's going to be glowing. Blink. Oh, you guys are the worst. All right. So thank you again to one Danny Palumbo over at the takeout for proving what we all knew all along. Hey, also, by the way, I will still eat all that candy. I'm not acting like I'm above it. I'm just saying there's nothing special about it. It's candy. Yeah, when just, we c- It's just small candy. Buy it November 1st when it's 50% yes. off. Oh, gosh. There you go. If you're not buying you holiday go. candies off, you know, season, you're doing it wrong. When we come back, we got a twofer. Two really annoying Kardashian-adjacent people that are trying to get headlines with claps and clapbacks. We'll tell you all about it when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. You guys, Scott Disick needs some time, and so we're going to give it to him here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. He's very busy, but also emotionally just lots going on. So we're going to process together as a family here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm uh, the Bradley. That's the Colleen. Hey. And Holly Roberts, of course. Um, Why does Scott Disick need time to himself to process things right now? Well, you may remember. It's rough for him, poor guy. Yeah, I know. Our good friend Scott Disick. um, He's not our good friend. But um, when he learned that Courtney was getting married to Travis Barker, apparently it didn't sit well with the dude, even though he's like had umpteen relationships uh, at the same time and mostly with teenage girls. It's weird, but he's he's a complicated guy. Okay, so that's the story. Let's back it up and tell you what all this means. First of all, how do we know this? We know that Scott Disick is, quote, 
uh, processing and needs some time because of an exclusive over at People. What does an exclusive over at Mm. People mean, dear audience? But Colleen will answer because we can only hear her. I will speak on your behalf, audience. Uh, That means the call is coming from inside the house. Meaning that somebody connected to Scott Disick is telling the story, but it's probably actually Chris Jenner anyway, right? Well, it's for sure because it makes him look pathetic, and it makes Clo- Court one who. Well, Courtney I actually think very it makes, sought after. It tries to make him look. I mean, I I would say it's pathetic, but I think it's actually painting him out to be like this deep in thought person. So let me explain to you what the source told people of Scott Disick. Quote. Scott Disick is distancing himself from the Kardashians to, quote, process Courtney's engagement. You see, he needs to take some time right now. Uh, after Courtney's recent engagement to Travis Barker, um, apparently Disick, you know, they, they dated on and off for nearly a decade before breaking up for good in 2015. And following the news of the engagement, Disick himself needed to distance uh, himself from his ex's famous family in order to make his peace. With the engagement news, Scott hasn't really wanted to deal with Travis and Courtney, you guys, because he didn't feel like he'd have to. I mean, at first it seemed like it was just, you know, casual relationship to him. I mean, they were no big thing. It was nothing serious. So he just pretty much put that on mute. He's not listening. (laughs) He hasn't been giving it too much brain power, honestly. You know, he thought they eventually would break up. And guess what? They didn't. That didn't happen, and now like he is being forced to deal with it, which is really uncomfortable for this dude. He knows he has to lean into the di- discomfort and get past it. He <laughs> understands it's not Courtney's job or Travis's job to make him okay. It's his job. And if he's okay. going to go co-parent with Courtney, which, you know, he has been, he's got to process this and make his peace with it, Colleen. This is so funny. It's hilarious. Because it makes it sound like, like you said, like he's this very healthy individual who's like really trying to like actually actively process. He's not doing that. No, that is way too self-aware. Like all those words that you just said make a nice storyline for the next season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians or whatever we're calling it on Hulu. But like everybody knows that Scott Disick is, that's not who he is. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting because uh, it, it, to me, it almost doesn't matter who's like the, who the source is in this case, because I don't, you know, I think the story that everybody buys is that Scott Disick is a man child, a mm-hmm. man boy, and he's going to go off and date 19 year olds and be the playboy um, and do that lifestyle. That's the narrative. I, I don't know whether the narrative is true or not, but that's the narrative as told by the Kardashians on you know their streaming platform. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So all that we're hearing right now and all this is really about is an attempt to frame, to give Scott Disick a job for the upcoming season of whatever uh, this Hulu series is. And remember, there was a time when Courtney was, uh, was telling people that she was done with the show. Remember, like, Kim right. slapped her... 
Um, and then, you know, she was like, I'm done with this. I need to just take some time away. Well, that is no longer the case. And whatever deal with the devil has been made, she's now going to be, you know, like her engagement is going to be front and center. And if her engagement is going to be front and center, you need drama around the engagement. Mm-hmm. What better source of drama than the husband or the father of her children who can show up sort of like in or, or just like cry in the corner off camera um, or, you know, during cutaways of their engagement. Like, oh, this is not, and then he'll go off and date somebody and get drunk or something, you know, to tell right. that story. Well, you know, and it's also interesting because part of the storyline, at least in Keeping Up with the Kardashians, is that Scott and Chloe actually had a really good friendship. Like those two were thick as thieves. And so I could see, based on that, you know, big load of poo that you just read through, um, that Scott would seek solace and comfort in his buddy, Chloe. That's going to be the mechanism for us to hear him processing all of this stuff. Is like So all of this is going to happen very much in front of the cameras. There's no question. Yeah, this is all for the purposes of the show. This is not for the purposes of what's really going on. I still long for the actual series which shows us what life is really like for the Kardashians. That is a show that could never be filmed by the Kardashians because they're not capable of actually sharing their truth. No. We are, though, and our truth is that no matter where we are in the world, at 2.30, there are some crazy stupid idiots that need to be shared. We'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Dumb things all over the world. And we bring them to you only on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. It's Colleen Lindstrom. I'm Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hey. And um Colleen, let's do some crazy stupid idiots. Yeah. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of. Lord of. And sometimes other places. Like? Michigan. Michigan. What's going on over in Michigan? We are going to meet 43-year-old Kevin Teig in Michigan. Hi, Kevin. Um, He's a burglar. Um, So this is what happened. Earlier this month, a woman was watching TV in her living room when a burglar walked into the room. Okay. Uh, That burglar was named Kevin Teig. 43-year-old Kevin Teig. The woman screamed, and then her husband chased the guy off. But the cops were able to catch up with him. He was in his own parents' backyard when they found him. So the cops were like, hey, dude, you just were bur- burglaring. Um, we're here to take you away. And he was like, bye. And he took off. Oh, and he okay. ran into the woods. Okay, so like all of this is super garden variety, right? Like a criminal tries to run away from the cops. Um, and actually it worked at first because it was really dark out and uh, the cops couldn't see him. They even brought out their canine unit, but they couldn't find him. Okay. 
And so like, that's a big bummer, right? But then, then something happened. And what happened was Kevin ended up getting lost. So the burglar who ran away from the cops and then the cops couldn't find him, he ended up getting lost in the woods. And he was like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this mess. So he pulled out his cell phone and he called three numbers. Nine, one, Mm. one. Okay. And he was like, hi, I'm Kevin Tighe and I'm lost in the woods. (laughs) And they were like, okay, great. We'll come and find you. And they did. And then they they arrested him. him. And now he's facing charges for breaking and entering and resisting arrest. Womp, womp. Yeah. Oof. That didn't go the way he planned. Yeah. If you're going to flee, know where you're fleeing to. Exactly. Otherwise, you're going to end up lost and you're going to have to call the cops to come get Mm -hmm. you. Although you'd think you could. I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to say something. You've got your phone and your phone, most phones, have a nifty little thing where you can look up in the find my phone section and it'll show you exactly where you are in time and space. Yeah. Or you could just like open maps. On a map. Exactly. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just open your map app. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so he's real dumb. He's real dumb. He real dumb. <sighs> that was in Michigan. Am I right? Michigan. Correct. Well, guess where we're going to stay? Michigan. Yes. It's a twofer. And this time we're going to Troy. Not a guy named Troy. The town of Troy, Michigan. And I want to tell you about a couple. Mm-hmm. Now, this couple was having fun at a restaurant. They were at the Mon Jin Lao restaurant on East Maple Road. And apparently they had so much fun that, well, somebody called the cops on them. What kind of fun were they having? Were they having like sexual fun? No, actually, it wasn't that kind of fun. But they were real drinky. So they were drunk. Um, they were having lots of drinks and that led to them to get real smoky Ooh! by that. I mean, smoking of the cigarettes. Now they were doing that indoors, which as you know, is as in most places in this country anyway, illegal. So, uh, they called 911 and workers tried to remove the couple in the meantime, unfortunately that didn't work. And the woman in this case shoved one of the security guards But wait, there's more. So she shoved one of the security guards like, I am fine. You cannot kick me out of here. I'm just trying to smoke a cigarette. (laughs) Well, um, they were like, no, ma'am, sorry. You're going to have to leave because you're smoking. She's like, I don't know what the problem is. So she grabbed a can of Red Bull and thwacked it at the head (gasps) of the security guard, hitting him in the face. That'll leave a mark. Exactly. She broke the skin and also bit a different security guard on the forearm. I'll show you. I don't know if she was a zombie. It is, uh, you know, spooky season. Security members restrained the couple, were able to lead them out the front doors to the parking lot. Can you imagine you're just at this restaurant and like, you're like, wow, okay, I didn't realize we're going to get dinner and a show tonight. Um, Employees did decline to pursue charges against the man. I don't know if he was just like, I know she's a lot. It's fine. It's because he didn't bite anybody. You know, perhaps. Um, Now, that's not all. Like that alone actually kind of is crazy stupidity at Worthy. We could just tell that story and be done. But wait, 
there's more. Remember, I said the cops or they didn't uh, they didn't they decided not to press charges against the guy. So, yeah, the police were like, you can go home. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going home. Bye. And so they they took her off to jail and he was going to just stumble home. Well, then she gets taken to jail. And of course, you know, they at some point adjudicate her in whatever manner is possible. Right. Um, and so then she's like, I am I am now done with my court issue and I need to go home. So she calls uh, somebody to come pick her up. Mm-mm. Well, you can see where this is going mm-hmm. because she calls her boyfriend to come pick her up. Only problem. Mm-hmm. He's drunk. He is highly intoxicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, when police apparently <laughs> oh um, offered the guy a ride home, he declined and was later seen pulling into the Troy Police Department, getting out of the driver's seat to pick up his lady. That is when they walked outside and said, you too, sir, are now under arrest. Dude. God, people so dumb. Do better. Yeah. Like, I, they won't know I'm drunk if I just get out of the car. <laughs> They're like, um, hi, we remember you. Yeah. I'm fine. It's fine. Drunky McDrunk pants. It's fine. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Fine. Uh, where are we going now? Ooh, I'm really excited because we are going to a Waffle House in uh, Florida. Finally. Uh, Love a Waffle listen. House. I wish that this story was just about eating waffles, but it's not. It's about something scary that happened at the Waffle House on Friday, and it involves 28-year-old Edward Rodriguez. So he showed up at the Waffle House on Monday evening, and he had his dog with him, which I don't, you know, nice. I don't know. They must have been out on a walk. He walked into the Waffle House, and he announced that he was there to rob the place. And he was like, hey, get on I the mean, ground. Uh, you're you're getting robbed. Okay. So it was nice of him to like announce it, I guess. Is it? <laughs> Not really. Attention, um, Walmart shoppers. So <laughs> what happened next is really where it all... Well, I mean, it's already bad, but it goes south now. Um, he did not appear to have a weapon. However, he fashioned a weapon out of his fingers. Uh, so what? brandishing finger guns, he like, raised his hands. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yes, okay. exactly. He raised his hands in the air, and he explained to the people that he was high and drunk. Um, I am high and drunk, and these are my guns. And he had finger guns. Okay. And um, everybody was like, I mean... Everybody hit the deck, right? Because he was like, get down. It's a robbery. And so they were like waiting yeah, to see reaction, what he was going to do next. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to. Right. On the off chance that he did actually have a gun. Turned out he only had finger guns and he only took napkins. What? Yeah. He robbed um, napkins? He robbed them of napkins. Somebody called 911. The authorities uh, appeared on the scene. They found Edward and or maybe his name is Eward because it's spelled without a D. Okay. Anyway, they found him and he admitted that he really had only been there to get napkins. 
he said he went there to get napkins. He was going to rob the place, but he really just needed napkins. Anyway, he robbed them of napkins. He has been charged with unarmed robbery and assault. You know, of the reasons to go to jail, stealing napkins from a Waffle House with finger guns just seems like an amateur play. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's good for everybody that was there uh, because nobody was injured. Um, Yeah. God, that's stupid. Well, I mean, yes, and scary for the people who were there, but thank goodness it was just the napkins that he came yeah. for. I and bet the guns people were only like, finger guns. Were scared for 30 seconds until they realized he was just perhaps inebriated and had finger yeah. guns. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. From Florida to oh a game. We're going to play a game when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show. In fact, it is the best game of the day. It's called the Throwback Live. And we'll play it right here on My Talk 1071.